Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life, no matter how big they are, no matter how quote unquote successful they are. Adam, how you doing? Where are we going? All right. So today, before I started working, I was on Reddit and there's a subreddit called Today I Learned and it's for fun facts and just interesting things. And I saw a post that said TIL, which stands for Today I Learned, that Lady Gaga comes from a wealthy family. Her parents were able to afford expensive private schools and music lessons because her father was a successful internet entrepreneur whose company installed Wi-Fi in hotel chains. And the comment section of that post gave me a lot to think about. Okay. So there were a lot of people saying, oh, this is no surprise. If you want to make it in a creative field, you have to have rich parents. You have to have, you know, industry connections. Your uncle's got to get you in. And people are listing out, oh, this musician, that musician, they all, you know, they all come from from money. People and their have-tos. I know. And I saw one comment in particular. It just said, if you want to be successful in the music industry, you've got to have rich parents or connected parents. And it got me thinking, A, not necessarily true, but B, that is such a rigid definition of successful. Hmm. And so I thought, if you think Lady Gaga is the only version of successful that exists in the art world, that is such a narrow definition of a certain type of success that well, I kind of feel bad for people. Is that she have successful? Obviously. Okay. And how would you define her? Like, what is what is her success? Well, she has critical acclaim. Yeah. She has, you know, record-breaking tour, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But that's not required to be successful. And I don't think success is like a pass-fail system where ah. you can hold up a card and read off like, oh, did you win a Grammy? No, not successful. So, I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting comment section and it made me really think like what do we use to measure our own success because mm. does having rich parents help you in, get further in the music industry sure it can it can it gives you maybe some free time yeah to, you can go to piano lessons or whatever it is right right um, they can make phone calls right of course yeah there are definitely some benefits or potential benefits yeah for sure but if you acknowledge that and say yeah they have those benefits what are you going to do with that information past that point? You still have to go out and make art and do things and try to inspire people and yeah. create fun, fun works. And if you just pout and think about that, like you're not going to be creative and doing things yeah. and you're going to write yourself off ahead of time. So what are some other levels of what we would maybe we should look at and reconsider our definition of success? Well, I think that is a great question because it can vary person to person greatly. And I think that would be healthy Mm -hmm. is to pick your version of success ahead of time. So one version of success that I've seen people around me pick is I just want to be full-time artist. Yeah. So if I can put in my, like I had a buddy, Evan, who was washing the dishes at Whole Foods in the hot foods bar. Mm -hmm. That was his job. So every day he did that. And he told me, my goal is to be able to quit this job and make the same amount of money playing gigs. Okay. And I'll be happy. Yeah. And he, did he? eventually did it. 
So he started picking up gigs on the weekends and then was playing four or five nights a week at different restaurants and bars and event spaces. And he was able to quit that job that he didn't love. And to me, I think that's a great version of success right there. Yeah. Is you're not having to clock in and go to a job that you don't like. Well, and I think it's something important that you've pointed out in his, his story is like he wasn't gauging success based on what other people thought he was gauging it on what he wanted the outcomes to be. Exactly. And I think that is an important way to look at things. Another type of success you could aim for could be some kind of number like, Oh, I want to get a million views on this thing, or I want to have an event where 200 people come and I sell it out. And those are versions of success that you can chase. There's kind of a caveat to those Mm -hmm. in my opinion, which is if you start to become obsessed with those kind of numbers, those are things that are not always in your control. So you can't always guarantee that you're going to sell 200 tickets to something, right? Maybe you sold 180. If you view that as a failure, Mm. then you're almost kind of doing the same thing. Right. And and what is your perspective going to be when you show up to that show and only 180 tickets have been moved? Right. Which to someone who's never done a show, maybe 180 tickets to a gallery opening would be their lifetime goal. You never really know. Yeah. So I think it's important to maybe have goals where it's like, I want to show more people my art than last time, or I want to impact someone positively. Hmm. I mean, we, you know, we talk to people or we get emails sometimes. Hey, I really enjoyed this and it made my, mm-hmm. yeah, I was having a crappy week. Your song came out and it made me smile. Yeah. To me, sometimes even that, it's just like, man, that is the success yeah. that I'm after. So for me, it's not even about necessarily finances or a certain type of money or whatever it is. It can be different from person to person. Yeah. And it's interesting too. Oftentimes the things that we use to determine success don't lead people to live a better or more fulfilled life a lot of times. Oh, definitely. And I think that expectation that you do set for yourself of, is this attainable? You know, you can really craft your own life where, you you know, we only get one one shot at it Mm -hmm. at a career. Yeah. And I think we all have met people where they're like, if I'm not touring arenas, I will never be happy. Hmm. I'm sure, you know, you've talked to people like that. I know I have. Yeah. But I know people who play club shows every night and they're so happy to be there. Yeah. And I know people who play theaters and they're happy too. Yeah. And I've, I know people who play arenas sometimes and they're happy too. But there are also people at all three of those levels that are unhappy. Yeah. So it's very weird to me. I'll have a conversation with someone who's got weekly gigs at the same restaurants every week. A hundred people maybe is the most they ever play in front of Uh beaming. And then you talk to a guy who's like, yeah, uh, how was your tour? Oh, it was good. You know, Mm. uh, some of the shows were, and and they're giving you that like hot and cold. It was Mm. good. You know, a lot of people came, but you know, we could have done better. Mm. And it's always interesting to me. It's like what your expectations are can really dictate the happiness that you feel. And a lot of the, a lot of the times we gauge success by what other people are going to say about it. I think one of the most telling things is like 
a lot of times when we experience a piece of creative work, whether it's a movie or going to see some live music or a band or whatever, and then we walk out of the theater and we say to the people with us, did you like it? And I think we oftentimes, when we're thinking about um, this idea of success in the context of our creative careers, are putting ourselves in that same, under that same microscope of, okay, when I make this thing, what can I do to make sure that people like it? And I think that's probably the quickest road to like not be happy in whatever success you might find. Oh, I agree totally. So I think when we do think about our careers as artists, one thing that's, well, I guess two things that come to mind off the top of my head that can help you kind of maybe feel successful or be open to feeling success without having to become the Lady Gaga in this example is having like an open-handedness where I am happy to receive compliments. I'm happy to have people buy tickets to my show or to tell me that they liked what I created. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, just give that energy back into people Hmm. and be a member of the community. And I think that that's really helpful for people and just watching people that you support do well can feel really good. And then the other side of it is just to take stock of what you do have and what successes you do have and kind of have a realistic view of it Mm -hmm. and say, wow, I'm working on art three nights a week that I really am glad to be able to do that. And I view it as a privilege Mm -hmm. or I did, you know, I sold a hundred tickets or I sold 50 prints or 10 prints or whatever it is. And I think going into things with the feeling of I put in my best work and anything that I do afterwards is just the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. You know, some like I've had songs I put out get put in some playlists and they get a lot of streams. But then whenever I go to release my next song, it's not this one should I better do better this mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. because you're kind of setting yourself up if it doesn't happen Yeah, to just be disappointed when sometimes that's not up to you. So those are kind of the two big, I guess, points to wrap it up there. But yeah. Success, nice. you know, it's not a pass fail system. Ooh, not binary. It's not non binary. Success, Success is not binary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It really is a broad spectrum of opportunity that lays before us, and each of us is going to land somewhere. And I think that's why, you know, we get so result focused and result oriented. And like even last week in the podcast, we talked about, okay, want to accomplish your big idea, write down all the details, and then over top of it, write, this is my 10-year objective. And I think we start judging ourselves in the process as opposed to giving ourselves time to be where we are and enjoy that stage of, of growth. And then if something else comes, cool. If not, we've learned to be grateful for what we have laying in front of us. So yeah, those are our big thoughts on success. Let us know, maybe on Instagram, what you think of this episode. Follow us on Entrepreneur Podcast on Instagram. And we'll see you next week with another new episode. Bye.